Hey friends, this is Sugbury, and I am the host of Him For Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so thankful that you even found us amongst all of the podcasts of this world. I've got a great show coming up for you, and if you enjoyed it, will you do me a favor? Wherever you're listening to your podcast, would you rate it? Um, Hopefully it's going to be a five. Why do we do this? Because it allows us to rise up amongst all of the other podcasts. And why do we want to rise up? So we can bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the darkest corners of the world. So would you partner with us, rate the show each and every time that you listen to your podcast, and I will love you even more for it. This is Sugbury, over and out. Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What would happen if you say what you want to say? Ladies, 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 I have missed you since the last time we were on together. I just think about you all the time. What are you doing out there? What are you doing while you're listening? I just love you ladies so much. And I want to thank you for taking time for listening to Him For Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. And today's hot topic today is called Spiritual Warfare in ministry. And ladies, we're all in ministry. I, you know, you can say, I'm not serving in the church. I'm not doing this. You know what? If you're a believer in Christ, you're in ministry. Amen. And so we've got two wonderful people with me here today. I've got Reagan Kramer, my co-host. Reagan, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me on again. It's always a humbling privilege. So thank you. Yeah. And then we have one of my favorite Palau's here. Now you guys have heard of Luis Palau, Andrew Palau. We have got the babe in the house. We got (laughs) Wendy Palau. Wendy, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to share just a little bit about Wendy. We did a part one. I'm going to encourage you to listen to that. Listen to her bio, listen to her life, listen to her face story. But also, um, I want you guys to understand her heart, and her heart is for the lost. She's been really clear about that. She's married to wonderful Andrew Palau. They have three beautiful children. It's three, right? Not four. Yes, three. You didn't didn't slip one in since the last show, so I forgot about it. Good, good. And um, she just has a heart for watching God radically transform people's lives. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she's got a strong focus on meeting the spiritual and physical needs of the least in this world. Now, we got a lot in common because my mission statement for him, for her, is reaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to the darkest corners of the world. She's an evangelist. She's my sister in Christ. And again, Wendy, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. And I would like to get it out there. I am not an expert on spiritual warfare. None of us are. So I just thought I didn't say that in the last Now, hang on. Let me ask you this question. Okay, are you a woman? Yes. Yes. Are you a mother? Yes. yes. You're a wife. Yes. yes. And you love Jesus Christ. Yes. So yeah, I you know. are. You're an expert at spiritual warfare. Hello. <laughs> yeah. You've already had yeah. the teen There's years. There's a lot of mystery. There's a lot of mystery <laughs> though, and I have some questions for the Lord when we. When I see him face to face, but there's a lot that we do know. So yes. we can talk about that today. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Take it away, Reagan. Amen to all that. Um, part one, we talked about your beautiful story, and there's some practical explanations of 
what spiritual warfare may look like. But now we want to get into how does prayer and scripture equip us when we're going out into the world, whether it be a mom every day or um, going out and preaching the gospel. So Wendy, can you share some of that with us? Yes, and I that's just so key. I mean, both of those things, prayer and scripture are absolutely essential. I mean, I you know, we can all we all remember Jesus's temptation in in the desert. What was what was his tool? He could have done anything, used anything, but he used scripture to combat the lies of the enemy. And the enemy came at him with lies, and he uses scripture, which is truth, to combat the lies. And the truth is always stronger than the lie. So, number one, we need to know the word. We need to know the word. We don't just go on feelings. We don't go on circumstances. We don't go on whether it's that time of month or not. We stand on scripture. And so mm. that's why I encourage women, know, know the word, not in a way where you have to um, be quoting it. It's good to quote it, but the only way to know it is to be in it every day, every single day. May it be your oxygen. And that's how, and then the truth is being poured into our lives every morning, every day. So when the lies come, we have this um, reservoir of truth. And um, so, yes, the first one is scripture. Know it. The second tool truly is is prayer. And I, I used to think that I used to have to pray a certain way when I felt like this is a real spiritual moment and um, I had to say the right things, like a little list. Mm -hmm. And that's just not true. Prayer is talking to God. Prayer Mm -hmm. is talking to the King of Kings and the Lord Mm -hmm. of Lords, the one who allows us freely access into his presence. And prayer sometimes is literally God. What should I say right now? God, Take this darkness out of my kitchen in this moment right now. Lord, you know, that prayer is that we can have such freedom in prayer. That doesn't mean we don't intercede. Oh, my goodness. Intercession is such a part of the Christian life. Why don't you explain to our listeners what that is? What is intercession? Intercession, and I believe that people are called, are called to intercession. Some people are just intercessors. They love to pray. They have the patience. God gives them the patience for it. But intercession is coming to the king, as I understand it, on behalf of others Mm -hmm. and on behalf of God's work in the kingdom. Prayer is talking to God. I don't think it's just so clearly defined in the Bible, but I do believe that some people are called to the role of intercession. But all of us, every single one of us are called to talk to God, to pray. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if you're not raised with a faith background, with a Christian background, sometimes prayer can be hard. You feel, am I doing it right? Am I I saying it right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that again, once more is a lie. Yes, you can always talk to him as you talk to someone standing in the room right beside you. Amen. I love that. And sometimes our prayers can just be reading the scriptures out loud. Like I do that sometimes when I'm like, Lord, I'm just struggling. Yeah. I don't know what to pray. And I'll try to find 
a scripture, like be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you touched on that in the last show. It's like, I, I think it's really important to let women know. I think the enemy uses our minds as one of the worst weapons against us because yeah. we'll just sit and think about it all day, right? And we probably won't tell anybody. And there's times it's like the end of the day, I'm like, Lord, why haven't I talked to you about that? So I thank you for bringing that up and just finding those scriptures about the mind and how God can, he can hold every thought captive to him. So we don't have to keep playing that over and over. And we can go on with our day and be present with the people around us. There's such a release. There's such a release in my life that when I'm, and usually it's the middle of the night, God will wake me up and I'll just start to pray for things. But I have a sister, her name is Leanne, and she is a prayer warrior. I mean, she just lifts everybody up. She intercessory. She just loves to pray in in the midst. But ladies, if you have kids, especially teenagers or children that are going to school, um, listen in. We did a Moms in Prayer uh, podcast. I really want you guys to tune it in and listen to that. We talked about this at length. But the power of prayer moves the hand of God. And that's what's so important. And, and I believe, Wendy, you're trying to tell us as well that when you combine God's word and the truth and understanding and knowing who you are in Christ, and then you combine that with prayer, oh my gosh, hang on, sisters, it's going to be rocking in your world. It's just amazing. Oh my goodness, I get super It's one of the reasons I love Ephesians 6, you know, when Paul goes through the armor of God. Ephesians 6 is usually the passage that. You know, if you're talking about spiritual warfare, you got to bring it up. You know, our Mm -hmm. battle is not against flesh and blood. It is against principalities and power. Uh, uh, And then Paul goes through the armor of God, which is Mm -hmm. God's gift to us, this armor from him. And then he wraps it up in verse 18 and praying the spirit on all occasions with all kinds, all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in the mind, be alert and always keep praying for the saints. So it's just, it's, it's like we have the whole armor and then we got this last tool, prayer. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, it's yeah. powerful. You know, I hear, don't yeah. you ever hear people, ladies, sometimes say, all I can do is pray. Well, hello, that's where the action happens. Don't <laughs> just say that's all you can do. That's, that's where the power lies. Yes. Amen. Amen. Wendy, how do you, so you're using prayer, you're using the scripture. When you know you may be going into something big, or even uh, Shug and I have done some radio shows, we're like, wow, we felt like some pressure on our chest, or, you know, maybe someone will be saved because there was a lot of things that happened a couple hours right before the show where we talked about something really important that we feel like Jesus wants the world to know about him. So how do you rise up and be prepared for a spiritual attack? Um, well, I feel, um, let's see, I'm just trying to think of what I think, I think it's foolish to think that we are going to step into places of ministry, especially evangelism, without being prepared for an attack. I mean, evangelism is the place that the enemy wants to attack more than ever, because those, you know, we're, we're rescuing we're rescuing those yeah. in darkness. So I think for Andrew and I now, it's sort of become a habit. Like we we pray. There are times that we know we fast, that we have to fast and be prepared. And there are times, I mean, we, we can see the difference where mm-hmm. we, um, we just kind of sail in. Ah, oh, you know, yes, okay. And then you realize, no, 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 this, I'm not in, I'm not in right spiritual framework. Mm -hmm. My heart is not humble. 
I mean, mm-hmm. I think very often in ministry, you know, the enemy doesn't attack like that story I shared with you in Uganda. The enemy attacks with pride mm-hmm. and division. Yeah. He attacks with fear. He attacks with laziness and uselessness. I mean, those things, you know, you 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 see are the things that make us ineffective as as women. Yeah. And um mm-hmm. Sometimes that is my hardest place, mm-hmm. you know, pride. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. You know, when it starts to bubble up and insecurity, mm-hmm. all of those things, you know, we fight the world, the flesh and the devil. So it's not always clear what is what. Mm-hmm. But to know, you know, that if I am not, if I am not humbly broken, submitted before him, the enemy truly will have an upper hand Amen. in whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to understand, ladies, and I, I, I did a show on this prior, and I really want you to listen to it. You need to understand your anointing, your authority, and your power mm-hmm. in Christ. Um, and, and part mm-hmm. of that is understanding everything we have first comes from the Lord. Um, it's okay. not from us. And whenever we try to do things on our own, we're going to fall flat on our face. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're just tuning mm-hmm. in, what are we talking about? This is Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I'm on with Regan Kramer and Wendy Palau from the Palau Ministries organization. And we are talking about spiritual warfare in ministry. No, you don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be working in the church. If you're a woman, you're a woman out there who loves Jesus, you're already in ministry. And Wendy, you touched on something that was really um, a good question. You said, whether or not it's a spiritual warfare. How do you know? Is everything a spiritual warfare? How do you know the differences between this is just my life and flesh and coincidence, or this is the enemy? You know, um, Andrew and I were actually, I asked him that question when I was kind of preparing for the, uh, and he, he said, you know, well, we both were just talking about Often we don't know. It's not clear. As many parts of our journey with God, there's mysteries wrapped up in in walking with God. We're not going to fully understand the spiritual realm. Um, but we do know that our response is usually pretty much the same, right? Whether it's, whether it's spiritual warfare, whether this is directly from the hand of the enemy, or this is my flesh bubbling up, me, or this is an opposition from the, the principalities of the world, mm-hmm. the, the, the way forward is still is going to be the same. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like, um, yeah, it's, it's easy to say, you know, when I was growing up in Jamaica, my housekeeper, her name is Miss Carmen, and whenever she would drop something or break something, or if the dog would come running through the house, she would say, Satan, Satan is bothering me. Satan you know? is bothering me. Kind of a Jamaican thing. Yeah, yeah, it's always Satan. Anything bad happens is always Satan. Yeah. So and I think we can do that, too. We won't do it the way Miss Carmen did it, mm-hmm. but we can sort of blame when really it's just my pride. Yeah. You know, mm. maybe it's just my flesh. Maybe yeah. it's just, you know, when I, um, when Andrew and I were starting our family, we, um, we went through a time of very terrible grief and we have four babies in heaven right now. Mm. And the third loss was, um, a stillbirth at 20 weeks, a beautiful little boy. I'm so sorry. You know, 
And it was, yes, it was a, a terrible time of grief for us and sadness. And um, the story's beautiful because we adopted our daughter from Ethiopia as a result of that journey. But, you know, it could have been very easy for me to say, the devil won this. Like, he he won this victory. And I think if we if we focus in a negative, if, if, if we are not biblical, when Jesus died on the cross, the enemy did not win. Mm-hmm. He did not win. It was terrible suffering, yeah. and it, but it was not a victory for the enemy. And when my babies died, that was not a victory for the enemy. Mm-hmm. That was life, the world, my broken body, illness. And I still don't fully understand it. But we have to be careful. He, Jesus has told us we will face suffering in this world. Mm-hmm. We will. It is the world, and he faced it. So we, our response will always be the same. And what is our response? Submission before the King of Kings, prayer for healing and victory, and submission at the same time. We pray mm-hmm. for healing, and we submit. Both go hand in hand. It's a paradox. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. Um, I, I'm just, I'm just marinating in what you just said. It's powerful. And ladies, um, the only way that we can have power in our lives is, first of all, by inviting Christ in our lives. Yes. You don't have power against Satan. I got to tell you, he's alive and well. I see it. I could go on and on. I'm, I'm going to be giving a message coming up in a couple of weeks and it's going to be all on the power of what I've seen God do in and through yeah. all of us as women. And I, I, if you're feeling defenseless or helpless or hopeless, mm-hmm. what words of advice or prayer do you have for these women, Wendy? Well, you know, I the first thing I would say, if you're listening and you're feeling, I do not have power. I feel powerless. Maybe your circumstances have aligned in a way you've been hurt, you've been taken advantage of, you've been abused. Maybe you come from privilege, but you still feel powerless. Mm -hmm. You are loved by the God of the universe. You are dearly loved. He loves you so much, and he wants to be in relationship with you. He wants to be in relationship with you so much that he gave his only son, Jesus. We've all heard the name Jesus, but do we really know what he did? He died for you and for me so that we can be in relationship Mm. with him. And he loves you. And all he asks of you is that you believe that what he did on the cross was for you. And he also asks you to turn from your life, your Mm -hmm. past life, what you've done, but also what's been done to you. The Bible says, they, the Bible calls it being born again. Amen. You have a new life, and Amen. that can be yours today. How do they do that? There's no magic answer. All you do is talk to God, just like we were talking about, prayer. Would you say and a prayer for our listeners, those who may be I would know. love to. It's okay. what I love to do. Good. So why don't you, wherever you are, friends, wherever you are, maybe you're driving in your car, you're in your home, maybe you're sitting on your back deck, wherever you are, you can turn your heart to the living God right now. He's speaking to you by his spirit. He's calling you. He's letting you know, my daughter, I love you. 
And if you'd like to receive him fully and completely today, pray with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me. Thank you for never giving up on me. Thank you for caring about the details of my life. Today, I want to give my life to you 100%, no turning back. Thank you that you promise power and you promise healing. You don't promise perfection, but you promise that my life will be changed. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, I want to be your daughter forever. I receive you now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Ooh. Amen. 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 If, Amen. If, if, ladies, if you said that, or gentlemen, if you said that prayer today for the first time, would you let us know? Would you go to Him for Her Ministries, H I M number four, Her Ministries dot org, and let us know? We've got a special gift for you. I am so excited mm-hmm. to have Wendy on here. Um, there's been a little bit of unrest um, in Oregon as well as there has been here in Minnesota. And so um, our question, uh, Reagan and I were both talking about this. You know, we can't ignore what's going on. We need to address it for a moment. Do you have some words of wisdom um, around the impact that some of this unrest has done in our cities in the U.S.? Well, um, yes, it's, it's such a difficult, I don't know if I have words of wisdom, but I do know that I was reading this story of Joshua in, in uh, Joshua 5, when um, Joshua, we've all heard about the story of Joshua and the Battle of Jericho, right? So before Joshua goes to fight at Jericho, let me read this story to you really quick. He, Joshua looked up and he saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, said the man, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Joshua fell face down on the ground in reverence and asked him, what message does my Lord have for his servant? The commander of the Lord's army replied, take off your sandals, for the place where you're standing is holy. Mm. And Joshua did so. And I love this story because Joshua needed power because he was going in to fight a battle. He, need to know, he needed to know who was on his side. But then it's called a theophany where Jesus himself came, stood before Joshua. And Joshua said, whose side are you on? And I think a lot of us are hearing that right now, right? Whose side are you on? Take a side, right? Mm-hmm. And the commander of the Lord's army said, I'm not on either side. I haven't come to take sides. I've come to take over. Mm. And as Children of God, he is our commander, and he has come to take over. And Mm -hmm. the way I've been approaching everything that's happening is I've been going before the Lord, lamenting the suffering Mm -hmm. of many, and asking the king of the Lord's army to show me how to fight and how to be part of what he is doing, because God's working in our nation. This is not a surprise to him. We've been praying for years for awakening, haven't we, and revival. And I truly believe that God is working. He's drawing people to himself. We realize that the foundations of politics and resources and education and affluence are shifting sands. 
And we need the commander of the Lord's army to come and take over. And I pray even now, friends, as you're thinking about what's happening in the nation, that you will just turn your heart. And remember what Joshua did. He fell face down before the commander of the Lord's army. And he said, what should I do, Lord? And Jesus, God told him what to do, how to win the battle. And so I think that is our posture right now as 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 uh as our nation seems to be in so much turmoil he's come to take over amen amen we're going to be doing a show coming up on on and what do you tell your children how do you describe to your children uh, about unrest about sometimes when chaos seems to be breaking out um and and where is god in all of this so i hate to wrap up this time together wendy and reagan you guys i love you so much and how Thank fun you. to do podcasts so I can see your beautiful faces on Zoom. So um, look for us on Zoom, friends, um, on YouTube as we upload these interviews that we're doing. And John, thank you for producing. Wendy, I love you. Please come to the prisons with me uh, yes. around the U.S. You're just amazing. I can't wait. Reagan, my evangelist buddy, love you tons. Love Ladies, you, you know I love you. Until next time. Over and out. Susan, beware of the devil. Oh, don't let him put us apart. Oh, oh. Susan.